0: Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a calm conversation about the mundane. One thing that we promise is that our conversation will be less than fascinating so that you can just feel free, feel free to drift off. I'm your host, Marco Timpano.
1: And joining him yet again, it's me, Amanda Barker.
0: Amanda People have been saying or I've been reading a lot of things that people are saying about our show and that sometimes they don't find it so relaxing. They find the topics interesting.
1: Well, I can't help what I am, Marco. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, Of course, we just try to have a calm conversation. Hopefully it will, at the very least, relax you. And if it keeps you up because you find it interesting, what can I say? There's got to be something that's in in our... library of episodes that'll put you to sleep. How
1: many episodes, roughly, are in that library at this point?
0: Over 200, Amanda. Right. Yeah, so there's got to be one.
1: uh, For me, I go back to chess every time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Amanda, so one, you know, it's interesting who listens to this podcast and who discovers it, but never in a million years would I have suspected that this podcast called The Insomnia Project would speak to new mothers. But we have so many new mothers who listen and enjoy this podcast.
1: That makes complete, complete sense. Does it? Of course. You need, as a new mom, you know, you need help, any help that you can get. It takes a village to get any sleep really it takes a village to do a lot of things sure. but certainly to get any shut eye and of course everybody especially the generation before us they always say well just sleep when the baby sleeps right it's not, not that always easy. possible no yeah.
0: just like insomnia people can tell you a million things and it doesn't necessarily right. mean it's going to work for you right that said if you know a new mother uh, feel free to mention our podcast to them. But I want to say a special hello to Emily, who just had twins, who <gasps> listens to our podcast.
1: Twins, Emily, oh my gosh, She started listening with
0: her first child and then had twins and said, I'm still listening to your podcast. She
1: has the twins? Yes, yeah, she, she just s- had the she twins. She just had them. And she
0: started listening a couple years back, I think in 2018, mm-hmm. when she had her first kid. Now, um, Emily has mentioned a few topics for us to discuss. And I haven't told you yet. I have
1: no idea what these are, but I am here for you, Emily, and so anyone else who's a new mom trying to get some sleep, so or a not-so-new mom trying to get some sleep.
0: Fair. Let's begin with calendars. Sure. So, Amanda, you know that I have a day timer that's very important to me, and I like to write things in a day timer versus using a calendar on a phone. But let's explore your take on any type of calendar, wall. Handheld.
1: Oh, fascinating. Yeah, you know, I have gone through different phases in the world of calendars. I grew up with a mother who always had a wall calendar and always wrote every single thing into those squares, into those boxes from dentist appointments and soccer practice to phone birthdays well yeah she usually she remembered them but yeah birthdays or phone calls or parties I mean it all went in there so that was sort of something when I kind of you know began my journey into adulthood that was sort of the model for me get a big 12 month calendar with some nice pictures commit to it you're going to put it on the wall
0: what pictures or what is your preferred themed Photo or pictured calendar. So, in other words, every month is a different. I know you once bought one that was ships for your dad.
1: Well, I buy one uh, not every Christmas, probably every other Christmas for my father um, that are ships. And of course, my father, who's been a guest on this program many, many times, but uh, he loves boats, ships. He always has, um, it's in his blood. And uh, I always get the Mystic Seaport calendar for him. So if you don't know Mystic Seaport, it's a beautiful little town, and obviously it's a seaport on the water sure. in Connecticut. Um, it's most famous because that's where Mystic Pizza, the movie that launched Julia Roberts' career, uh, that's that's where it's set. So um, the ships there, as a child, we used to go there. Uh, my parents spent their honeymoon there. Of course, it wasn't very far. And um, so I I always get that because I always think of him and think of them with Mystic Seaport. Wonderful. Because they love it there. Yeah.
0: Now, I love a calendar that allows me to write several things on the date that I need. Okay. And so I like a, would you call them a daytimer calendar? Yeah. Like a book form a calendar? Planner, a planner. A
1: daytimer, mm. That kind of thing. Yeah.
0: So I like to see the whole month.
1: Do you still do that?
0: I do. Do you? I do. Sometimes I fall out of it and sometimes I yeah, fall of it. Yeah,
1: I feel like not to call you out too much, but I feel like you go through phases with them.
0: Like the phases of the moon, which you can find on calendars as well.
1: <laughs> yes, like phases of the phases of Marcos deciding to write things down in a date planner versus not. Right now, um You know, it depends on what's going on in your life. I think the busier you are, the more you probably have need for some type of agenda, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think is another word for it. But um, whether it's in your phone, on the wall, in a book.
0: Which do you use?
1: It's interesting. It's been a journey for me. So I did start with those calendars. I kind of stopped buying them just because... They are big.
0: And did you like like photos of kittens in watering cans and, you know, I, a bird funny. on a string?
1: I'm trying to remember. Back in my twenties, I would always get them for my office at work, but I'm trying to remember what pictures were in them. I travel ones. That okay. was it. They, I got travel calendars. I Lonely Planet. I don't know if they still do, but they used to put out uh, a calendar. So I would get the Lonely Planet calendar, of course. So. That's what I started with, and then I moved into the agenda book phase. That sure that you're so committed to most days, and
0: that's a bit of a dig in there. No, wife. no, it's not. It wasn't <laughs> meant
1: to be. I said you're so committed to. I should have said that you're sometimes committed. Okay. To. Um. And then I, from various jobs, had to be on like a Google calendar. And because my jobs made me be on the Google Calendar, I started just throwing things up just for myself to see sure. appointments, et cetera. Okay. So yeah, I but I have to say, it's a weird thing I don't keep one anymore. I started getting superstitious about them.
0: Wow. <laughs> Isn't Let me that ask weird? you this. Do you prefer your week on a calendar to start on Monday or on Sunday?
1: Sunday, and it drives me nuts that my iPhone calendar always starts the week on Monday. It always throws me, I always think my Mondays are Sundays.
0: I love a, a Monday. Do you? Beginning calendar. Oh, yeah. interesting. For me, the week begins Monday, not Sunday. Huh. Because the weekend is Saturday and Sunday.
1: But Sunday's the fresh start of a new week, and you get a day to kind of lean into it.
0: Monday is the start of a new week and you don't get any freshness to start <laughs> and lean into. It.
1: Yeah, I could see the argument for for both.
0: All right, let's go to the next topic. Sure. We're just going to bounce. I mean, I could
1: have kept going with calendars,
0: but oh, we can if you yeah. want to.
1: Well, the Monday. T- I guess my thing is with auditions as an actor, mm-hmm. I really actually started getting superstitious because I used to put auditions in a calendar or when I've booked something, when I'm shooting. Sure. Um and as crazy as I thought I think this is if you had told me 20 years ago that I would do this I don't write them anymore I just remember them which I can't believe I'm saying wow. that out loud if it's if things start to get busy then I do start to write them down
0: but fair enough yeah all right okay we'll segue into the next one <laughs> okay and it's a question okay and I, it applies to both of us but I'll pose it to you okay What's in your car?
1: Oh, gosh. Well, you know, in in terms of things that I make sure are in there? Doesn't say. Okay. Well, I'll start with the good stuff, the stuff that I make sure I always have in the car. Do you Great. want me to guess for you and you guess for me? Okay. So what's something? Uh, so for you, mm-hmm. you always want to have in the car wipes. Yes. Wipes, like Mm. cleaning, Lysol, or disinfectant wipe. That's something that you, since the day I've met you, Mm -hmm. make sure you have in your car.
0: You like to have nail polish in your (laughs) car, and oftentimes the cap isn't quite as tight as it should be. Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, since we've gone here, let me uh, explain (laughs) slash defend myself. I don't stock all my nail polish in the car. It's not like I'm like, oh, I got a new nail polish. I'm gonna put it in the car. Not at all. What happens yes. is n- you see, you would know this if you wore nail polish. <laughs> but when you do wear nail polish, the only there's only really there isn't much time where you can just sit and not use your hands. Or toes, Right. Especially your hands. In the summer, obviously, toes if they're exposed. But there isn't, you don't have a half an hour to sit and watch paint dry. No one does. But when you're in the car, if you paint them, not while you're driving, obviously, but before you set out, right at the last minute as you put your hands on the wheel, if you give them a quick touch up or paint, then by the time you arrive at your destination, if it's a half an hour or more, then they're dry. So that's why I like I happen to have some for touch ups in the car, or if they're chipped, then I like to touch it up now.
0: I guess the nice thing about that is you're not gonna have anything touch your nails that's while you're it. driving, that's so the they're point. not gonna get um, smudged yes. or okay
1: yes, are you just realizing this? Yes.
0: Well, yeah. I like to use your nail polish to paint my keys yes, so I know which key goes to which Or place. to mark things, to put mm-hmm.
1: an initial or a check mark. or a, Yeah, you do use it for those. Yeah, you do use it for, for painting. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes I forget to take the nail polish out. The heat rises. I always put the cap on tight, but it does sometimes if they're upside down or something, they might leak out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, so I wasn't expecting you to say that one, but uh, fair enough. You usually have a sleeve of old CDs in your car.
0: That's right, that we never listen to, and a lot of them are Christmas ones (laughs) that happen to be there. Yeah,
1: Dolly Parton, Leonard Cohen, and Christmas, some of which are now cracked, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, what else do I have in my car? You
0: like to have, for sure, 100%, this is something that Amanda... Has in the car, which I do appreciate, because she has several, several of these items in the car, and they are lip balms. Yes,
1: that is essential, essential to have lip balms in the car, and I like to have one on each side, one for the driver, one for the passenger, essentially one for me if I'm the driver, or one for me if I'm the passenger and you're driving, but I always like to have lip balm in the car, especially in the winter, but in the summer too. The only problem with that is in the summer they can get smushy. Right. Yeah, but I do appreciate having them in there because my lips are always dry. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) Okay, let me think of one more for you. Um, Other than the obvious, other than, you know, your registration and things like that, um, I guess you always like to have a pen in the car.
0: It's true. I do like to have a pen mm-hmm. and a pencil because sometimes if it's cold, mm-hmm. the pens might not work in the wintertime. So a pencil will always work as long as it's not right broken. But I do like to have that.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And one more for me.
0: Last one for you. You like to have.
1: There's something I always make sure I don't leave the house without before I get in the car.
0: Water. Yep. There's always water in the car when is driving.
1: And there's always reusable water bottles, SIG bottles, rolling around, sometimes mm-hmm. four or five of them. So, But I always make sure I have fresh water before I head out.
0: Let us know what you have in your car, because we just shared what we have in our car. <laughs> our car sounds like quite a ramshackle of things, <laughs> I have to say.
1: Also old coffee cups, et cetera.
0: Sure. I... Uh, this isn't something that was brought to my attention by Emily, but I wanted to ask you: which is your favorite little piggy—the piggy who stayed home, what? The piggy that went to market, the the piggy that you know when you do that little—I I
1: understand you're talking about toes. Yeah, I just didn't think that this was a topic.
0: It's not, but it came to me it, as, as as we were talking. That nursery rhyme. Or well, I always about. felt
1: bad for the piggy that didn't get the roast beef. Like, the only thing defined by that piggy was that he didn't have
0: roast beef. Without right. looking, which toe is the piggy that didn't have roast beef?
1: Can I think about it?
0: Well, I mean, right, yeah, I'm just... So, okay. okay, well, if you're doing that, it's the fourth <laughs> it's toe. It's the
1: fourth toe, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that you had to recite that in your I hand.
1: do, and same with the alphabet. I can't, I can't tell you what letter comes after R. I have to go through the entire S. alphabet. Okay, well, good to know. <laughs> right there you go. The only ones I know for some reason together are S and T. T comes after S, right?
0: S, T, yep. Yeah. T comes after.
1: So that's the only two that I know, or A, B I would know, but that's it. I oh, have wow. to go through the entire alphabet to know what would the next letter be.
0: That's interesting.
1: Do, do you? No? Not really. I always thought it was everyone, but I don't think it is. No. Um, like L, what comes after L? M. Oh, M. Okay, what comes after O? P. Oh my gosh, what comes after Q?
0: R. I mean, those are easy ones.
1: Okay, what comes after E?
0: F. I mean, this is actually quite (laughs) easy. I doubt people want to listen to us play the. the They might
1: not want to listen to us, and hopefully, they're fast asleep. All
0: right, the next topic I want to bring to your. Yeah. Attention.
1: Alphabet, piggies, where this is things you talk to a toddler about. This is our new mom's edition. <laughs>
0: I guess. Um, mugs and cups. And oh. this is a really great topic for us because we do have a lot of mugs. We
1: really don't have a lot of we mugs. We have
0: so many mugs. We
1: really don't. We have enough mugs.
0: We have some strange mugs. So here are my, oh my favorite gosh. mugs. Here what? we go. You don't think so? N- we, no. Okay.
1: You... No, you're, we have all of your mugs that you brought into. the. So mugs are a thing that people bring into our relationship. They, they become mementos or, or memories are or associated with mugs. So I brought my mugs into this relationship. You brought your mugs. And I will say we got rid of a lot of those communal mugs. Mostly mine, I think. but
0: I love a mug just like the next person.
1: So are you going to describe some of our weird quote-unquote mugs?
0: Sure. Let's just say our favorite mugs that we have because we have some favorites. And maybe mugs that we'd like to see leave our house. (laughs) So you know this, and um, I don't know if our listeners, I don't like to drink out of a dark mug.
1: No, he does not. And I'll take it one step further. Actually, I'll take it two steps further. Oh, he no. won't drink out of a dark mug. So a black mug he won't, or a brown mug, he won't drink out of it. Has a light
0: to. brown mug I'll drink out of like the uh, one we have at the cottage that is fiesta ware. I don't mind drinking out of that Oh,
1: one. okay. I okay. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he also won't eat off of a dark plate. Like uh, I used to have purple plates. They had to go.
0: It's not, I won't eat off them. You you really don't don't like it, you don't enjoy
1: it, and Uh. you tell me that you don't like it and don't enjoy it. So what am I going to do? I
0: sound really terrible. In this this episode, people are going to be like, wow, I thought Marco was a nice guy. Oh, he's a
1: nice guy. He's a particular guy. (laughs) And he won't eat or drink off of things that are too thick. So you don't like a mug if it's thick. You don't like a plate if it's thick. It has to be fine. When we picked out our wedding china, he went through the entire, and it was a massive, massive store. Uh, For those in Canada, it's a William Ashley, but it doesn't matter. It was just a huge store of every pattern under the sun at that point, so hundreds. And he went through the entire store holding the, he didn't really care so much about the design, although he had opinions about that too, but you would hold. do you remember? you held the weight of every single plate.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna cop to it. I totally did. I was being very snickety. I will. I and wanted. everything
1: was too heavy, not fine. You and your mom will say refined. It's refined., yeah. It's something you say a lot. And when you say refined, what you mean by that isn't necessarily refined. What you mean by that is usually neat and thin. That's what you mean by that. So in plates? you mean thin usually
0: i mean fine <laughs> so <laughs> okay. i like a fi- fine, fine china means I like thin. fine, fine no, means not thin. necessarily thin because i like them you to do you
1: like it thick? no
0: no i don't i don't okay um
1: and then in term your refined you will say it like if a gift is wrapped uh, and something's a little cockeyed or a little loose that's not refined
0: yes It's true. But I don't like to drink out of dark mugs because if I'm drinking coffee, which is primarily what I drink out of the mug, Mm -hmm. I can't see the coffee or tea in the mug. And so I don't love that.
1: I don't understand. OK. Are you afraid there's a fly and you just can't see it? Not at all. Okay,
0: I just like to, I don't know. I don't. Let me know, listeners, if you have the same sort (laughs) of... Um, I don't know what you would call it, but uh, that sort of.
1: So you were going to segue into mugs you don't like that we have.
0: Those the, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> let me just say this: here are the here are my top mugs that I that we currently have. <laughs> <laughs> I love the mug that has a lobster design on it.
1: Yeah, that was yours. You mm. you bought that in Pier One, I think.
0: Yes, I believe so.
1: We used to have another one that I bought you that said Connecticut on it when I was doing a show there. There's a lot of Connecticut talk. With the
0: lobster on it. What happened to that one? it broke, yeah. Oh, I like that one. Well, it's gone. All right. No use crying over cracked. Unless
1: we took it to the cottage, but I don't think we did. I think it broke and it's gone.
0: I like the one that says my name in Russian with a Russian I know, design. I
1: love that mug. And you know what I don't like about that mug?
0: Oh, you don't like There's that mug?
1: There's three spots inside that mug, and for ten years, I'm always trying to clean it out because it looks like the dishwasher has left something. I see. In it? Have you never noticed that? It's
0: just a fault in the mug, like yeah. it's just okay. And it
1: always drives me nuts.
0: Yeah, those are my favorite. <laughs> All right, so which are? What are I? the
1: ones you don't like? You don't like the my black ones that I get. So I do work with the CBC once a year where I do a year end wrap up on a show called The Current. And um, they every year give me a mug. One year it was a travel mug, which I loved another year it was a small dark one. And then the last three years, it's been a bigger black one with a sort of turquoise rim. So I have three of those.
0: And I I will. I don't want to
1: get rid of them because I'm proud of the work I do. I don't want you
0: to get rid of them. No, I I I don't. You don't like them. I will never drink out of them, is the only thing. (laughs) Um, And then there's one that has. There's one you hate. Yeah.
1: There's a few you hate, but Mm. there's one you really hate. It says Over the River and Through the Woods on it. And it's a cast photo that, with every time it goes in the dishwasher, becomes more smeared and faded of a show that I did mm -hmm. uh, in probably 2002.
0: Yeah, that's not my favorite. Yeah, I, I know. feel like it should have never gone in the dishwasher.
1: No, it shouldn't. have.
0: And now that it's all kind of smeary, I don't think it's healthy for us to drink out of it.
1: Oh, I. But we're not drinking the smear part; it's on the outside. Guess.
0: Okay. Anyway, so let's talk about.
1: <laughs> do you like the mug that says "Call Your Mother" that my mother gave us?
0: Um, do I love it? No. <laughs> do I think it's funny? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. It's just a funny little reminder. Anyway. I, and I think mugs are a very personal thing. So oftentimes you're gifted mugs. Mm-hmm. And for me, yeah. that's not a gift I necessarily yeah, want. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But okay, what are your favorite and least favorite mugs? Mugs? Yeah.
1: Um, there's one that I got in Portugal from a vendor in Portugal um, that has a quote on it that it's says uh, something like, what matters most, it doesn't matter if you're alive, it matters if you're creating or something like that. Okay. It's a translation anyway, but it says it in Portuguese and then in English.
0: And it's all yellow on the inside. It like is then, all yellow on in the inside. I, I think it's kind of cool, but that one has a couple of faults inside it too.
1: It Well, it's starting to crack, yeah. Oh,
0: okay. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a it's a pretty mug. It's
1: cracking the way China, like old China does. Like it's still fine. It just right. sort of has hairline sort of marks in it. Um, and then there's one we got in Detroit. Oh, I, really I love like. that one. Yeah. yeah, it's like an aqua mug um, with... Um, it's a Detroit symbol, but I don't know. It's a man sitting cross-legged, holding... It almost looks like the planets in each hand. And that's a symbol you see a lot in Detroit it's downtown. It's a statue they have downtown.
0: Yeah, yeah I can't so remember. It's,
1: it's the emblem of that, yeah. of that statue.
0: Because we went to Detroit. And what a a great, few times, yeah. What a great city. and
1: We did an anniversary in Detroit. Yeah. I don't remember which one.
0: For anyone who thinks Detroit is not a place to go to... I think it's a great place and I It's love, great I love yeah. Detroit I love our listeners from Michigan mm-hmm. I love our listeners from upstate New York I love going to upstate lo- New York You know that I always love going to Really? Upstate. Yeah I always do Have love we
1: been together? Did we, we go to Woodstock together? We did Yeah we did yeah. Yeah. I but was doing shows up there
0: Even places like I love going to Buffalo Syracuse, Ithaca Like any of those places Yeah and it, I
1: did shows in Ithaca too at SUNY Oh what University, was that like? Uh, with Duffelback Theater I did kids shows there it was lovely. Really, really lovely. Yeah. Gorgeous. Really beautiful. So great. great. Um, I think it's great. That said, I didn't get to see a lot of it. I remember just sort of seeing the the college slash mm-hmm. university there.
0: Pretty. Um, hmm Co- I always like college towns. Yeah. There's something about a college town. Yeah.
1: And that's the thing. People forget how much of New York is just that. Right. Beautiful collegiate towns. Once you sort of get out of the city with great restaurants and lovely people.
0: I mean, we're fortunate because we're not far from Michigan or upstate New it's York. True, so yeah. we get to see those places. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us the places that you get to see that are close to where you live. I love it. I love hearing from our listeners. Well, we're coming to the end. Any last mug thoughts, Amanda, before we end?
1: <laughs> uh, okay, I'll say this. At the end of the summer, we'll get rid of that over the river and through the woods one.
0: No, no, listen. Like I said, if you like that mug, I have no problem it, keeping it. Have,
1: I have nice memories attached to that mug. It was a role. It's the only role I ever did for free in Toronto. I see. I mean, I probably have done more for free now. But mm-hmm. when I moved to Toronto, I wanted to be an actor. And my only rule was I wasn't going to work for free. But then I changed that rule because it was a great part in a, in a play that I knew I would never get cast in. Because it's a show about Italians and I was the outsider playing an Irish girl. I see. And I knew I would never get cast as that, even though the role was important to me. Um, because I don't look Irish, I look Italian.
0: <laughs> well, listen, I have no problems keeping that mug. Especially That's, why. If That's why I so like it. You didn't get paid, but it sounds like you got paid in mug.
1: I got paid in mug. Everybody was really lovely
0: That's that, so great in
1: that show, and it was a good time. It was a good experience. Good show, too. It is a good show. It's a beautiful show about... Um, Generations. It's a, it's a bittersweet. It's a sweet show. It's a sad and but also beautiful show, because it's about a, a an Italian man and his grandparents.
0: Oh, is that written by um, Joe Di Pietro? Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. So that's our journey into calendars, what's in our car and our mug, our cupboard. I guess you could say. Our right? mug
1: collection, our cupboard, or if you're in the states, our cabinet.
0: Oh, they don't call it cu- cupboard. Mm,
1: I, maybe some do, but Canadians generally say cupboard
0: for where you put your cups. Your yeah, cupboard. or cupboard.
1: Um but in the states we always said cabinet, kitchen cabinets. I see. Yeah, not kitchen cupboards. So I think it's American versus Canadian, but I'm not entirely sure.
0: Where did we get that one mug that looks like it's hand hand <laughs> You uh,
1: hate that mug. <laughs> <laughs> so that you don't know where we got it?
0: No, I don't.
1: The the one that has a campfire on it? Yeah, that's right. Okay. That was given to me fairly recently by my best friend Wade's mom.
0: That's right. Okay.
1: And she, uh, it meant so much to her that I was visiting him and- um, That she gave you an mug. She gave mug. me, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she gave me and- um,
0: Your travel companion. Yeah, Michelle.
1: Michelle, she gave us both um, mugs. And uh, Michelle would be great to have on the show, I should actually. have Michelle on the show. she's lovely.
0: You also got the most beautiful scarf that oh, was given to you.
1: Gorgeous Gucci scarf, yeah. Yeah. Really beautiful. I haven't had a chance to wear it yet. But anyway, she gave us each a mug one of our trips, and so I'll hang on to it because it makes me think of her.
0: Okay. Well, there you yeah. go. whatever mug you drink out of, I hope that your cup always runneth over. Mm -hmm. Amanda, we'll have to do an episode on your scarf collection.
1: Oh, gosh. Maybe
0: I'll have you and Melissa do an episode where you guys talk about your scarves. That might be
1: too exciting for our our, our bleary-eyed listeners. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Well, thank
0: you for listening. Once again, you can follow us on uh, social media at The Insomnia Project, on Twitter at Listen and Sleep, and of course, listen to us on ACAST, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen. Thank you so much. And we hope you were able to listen and sleep.